Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello and welcome to episode 500 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Can you believe it, guys? 500 episodes, a big, fat, juicy, round number. 500. Uh, what do we call that? Half a dime here. You love it, guys. Little nickel bet here. Uh, but it's great to, to be uh, on episode 500 with you guys. We've been grinding since day one at VEASAN. Some of you guys, you know, we've been grinding even longer than that, going back to the old days of uh, the betting hangout, if you know what I mean. Uh, but I just wanted to say on a big, fat, round number like today, I am truly honored. Uh, ups and downs. Good nights, bad nights. Uh, doesn't matter. We show up. Uh, we, we have a positive attitude, positive energy. We try to get sharper every single day. And we really kind of hit on the blueprint that I don't hear a lot of people talking about. Sharp, contrarian, data-driven betting. Uh, so, guys, I wanted to thank you all, uh, for whether you tuned in from Episode 1 or you started Episode 200. Uh, you started Episode 499. Hopefully you started prior to last night because last night was brutal college basketball. We'll get into it. Don't worry. I do have some new rules, by the way. Uh, so uh, I think there's a different way to attack some of these volume slates. Uh, but seriously, guys, it means a lot. Win, lose, or draw. I am so honored to, to host this pod, uh, to be given this platform at VEASAN, to pull up chairs at the virtual bar. And I feel like, really, I'm just sitting around with my buddies. You guys are my buddies, are my betting partners, my friends. We're a big, we're a big syndicate, uh, and it's an honor to be able to do this every single day. So 500, can you believe it? Uh, it's, it's really awesome, and I'm really honored. And, I, and really, it would be nothing without you guys, without you guys tuning in. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, with that being said, a lot to get to. So we got a lot to recap from last night. Uh, the good and the bad. The good, NHL, baby. NHL, the gift that keeps on giving a 6-0 sweep. In the NHL, Pittsburgh Penguins, Dallas Stars. I almost gave up on the Stars. They came up with a huge come-from-behind win. My Boston Bruins getting it done. Charlie McAvoy with a massive goal there to win it. Nashville, Florida, Colorado. So a great 6-0 NHL. Our systems are on fire and fuego right now. Now, that's the good part. The bad part, college basketball was brutal last night. So a couple things, 9-14 and overall. We leaned on a ton, and I mean a ton of Moneyline short favorites. It had been very good to us, uh, really kind of digging out of that hole with some of those erratic totals earlier in the year, and really hadn't had a night like this with these Moneyline totals. I thought we were really onto something here, but this is how betting can humble you. You feel like you got a great edge. You're feeling. I felt saucy after an 8-1 and one night, and again, flat betting, you always got to risk the same, and uh, bet to risk, not bet to win, and every unit, every play is one unit. But when you're feeling good, I'll admit, you know, I'm like, hey, let's see, let's uh, let's try to, you know, take this thing, uh, you know, to the next level here. Uh, and that was probably a mistake by me having too many bets. Uh, again, uh, 23 overall, we had one that was uh, postponed there. Uh, ironically, we got our one, <laughs> our one spread with Florida Atlantic. 
But guys, I got a lot of uh, messages from you guys about that. So number one, if you're not comfortable with volume, I wanted, I felt like I did a good job explaining yesterday, but I think after you have a night like last night where things don't go your way, uh, the importance of being comfortable with what you select and what you choose. If you're not comfortable having too many bets like that, if, uh, you know, like sometimes uh, my fiance goes crazy if she has too many things going on, you know, it's just like, oh, left and right. Oh my God. Like you're just crazy. Like if it's too many sweats for you, don't do it. Uh, again, always at the end of the day, you're the final arbiter of your bankroll. Uh, but for me, a guy who's, you know, a volume driven better, uh, no big deal for me. Obviously, you know, I don't want to, uh, lose a lot. I, I want to win. I'm looking at overall last night, guys, 15 and 14 minus 4.98 units though, because of these money line favorites not coming through. So I think part of it is maybe having too many bets. Again, I was trying to, I'm not going to say experiment, but with all these matches coming off an eight and one, one eight and one night, I want to see if we can keep it going. So betting humbles you. Uh, when you're feeling good, it can, you know, catch you in the face like last night. Uh, so definitely limiting our bets. But I'd also say, guys, you know, it was a crazy night last night. So I don't think you go into it, you know, I think the easy thing is kind of to just say, hey, we had too many bets in college, and that's probably true. Uh, I've had nights where, you know, in Saturdays where I've had more than that. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, no big deal to me, again, with the flat betting approach. Um, but I think there was kind of just some craziness that happened that you really can't account for. I mean, we went 9-14. and 14. Uh, our 14 losses were all on money line favorites. So that means the dogs won outright in 14 of the games that we talked about. I mean, that is just insanity. That's craziness. Uh, you also get Ken Palm. Ken Palm had a really bad night. Uh, one thing I always do with Ken Palm, uh, and again, guy's the best around, uh, but if you go to his main page and then you go to at the, at the middle where it says fan match, it'll give you the current day. So like you go there today, it's for Friday, January 21st. But you'll see right below, it'll say 120 or 122. So each day it'll be able to, you know, preview the next day or go back to the previous day. You click 120 for yesterday. Uh, and basically what Ken Palm does is he'll uh, put in green anything he predicted that won in red, anything that lost. So I'm the kind of guy with my notebook, I put a W for a win and L for a loss, you, you know, obviously different ways to do it. But if you look at Ken Palm's page, a ton of red yesterday. So Ken Palm took it on the chin. We took it on chin with these money lines. Uh, so I think moving forward, number one, I'm not going to overreact too much to a bad night. It happens. Coming off an 8-1 night, probably you're bound for some regression. It was just a crazy night with dogs winning outright. Uh, James Madison, buzzer beater, you know, a three-pointer with one second left. I mean, you're going to have that kind of stuff. Uh, but really, guys, you know, my thing is, number one, going to limit our bets. Probably not going to have another 24-bet college basketball day again or 23-bet uh, college basketball day, except, you know, maybe Saturdays when, when you're feeling good. Uh, but my other rule is, with some of these Moneyline favorites, I'm going to draw a new number at minus 200. Like a lot of these that, like I'm looking at some of these that lost, like um, James Madison, I mean, that was a buzzer beater, but minus, minus 260. Georgia State, minus 240. Belmont, minus 220. Uh, these are all losers from last night, losing outright. Uh, Detroit Mercy, Tarleton, Abilene, uh, UNLV, um, Oregon State. I mean, these were all like, uh, Oregon State was only minus 140. But what I'm getting at here is um, when you're playing the system, you know that you have to win at a high rate in order to overcome paying the juice. Um, but maybe when the juice is so high, it even makes it a little bit harder for you, like Sisyphus pu pushing the rock up the hill. So my new rule, guys, limiting our bets, not overreacting. Again, it was a crazy – dogs won all these games outright. Like, I get if they cover, but, guys, that's unbelievable. All these teams that lost that – all these favorites that lost outright. I mean, that's just the craziness of college basketball. That's why it's erratic. So, again, give me some PTSD from our erratic totals earlier. But, again, new rule here is we're going to limit our bets a little bit. I'm not going to bet any uh, money line favorites um, uh, more than minus 200. So it's got to be 200 or less. 
And we're going to incorporate a little bit of old school. I got a regular spread today. We've kind of ironically been pretty good with these, you know, uh, pick and choose spread plays. So we're going to get back to our roots with spreads, going to get back to our roots with some dogs here. Uh, and again, maybe sprinkle in some totals as well. So again, great hockey night. Uh, really, really disappointing there in college. But at one point, it's just like comical. How, how, how can all these favorites lose outright? It's just you don't see it too often. And sadly, it was a night where we had volume. So uh, again, 15 and 14 last night. Great hockey, bad college basketball, minus 4.98 units. So I'm excited to uh, to refine our, our model here. Of course, we have our blueprint, uh, but it's always good to, uh, you know, kind of put in some new rules. So those are my new rules. And, uh, again, uh, flat betting, bet trust, not bet to win. I know you don't want to hear it after, uh, you know, college treats you so poorly last night. Uh, but I guess the good thing is, you know, hockey – the train continues to roll there. So a ton to get to today, guys. We're going to put that, uh, you know, just ridiculously pathetic, disgusting college basketball night behind us. And we are going to uh, break down a huge Friday of bets. I got five games in the NHL. Uh, I got six in college basketball. So don't worry about uh, another 20 bet night. Uh, I got six plays and I got a spread. So keep an eye out for that. I got three in the NBA. And I also wanted to finalize our card for the NFL divisional round weekend. And don't forget, you know what today is? It's Friday. It's Faith the Public Friday. It's episode 500. It's also Biting Day. We got a huge slate, and I got two bets on the main event and the co-main event. So stay tuned for that with some intel from Reed Kuhn and, and Gamble and Lou, uh, the two best guys when it comes to uh, UFC handicapping. So, of course, guys, before we dive in, uh, homework or uh, housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Put in your email, and then every single day you'll wake up uh, staying plugged into VEASAN and everything going on in the betting market that day. So you have a run on of all the VEASAN programs. You'll get my market insights column. I wrote about an NHL sharp report today. By the way, a lot of these NHL numbers really moved overnight. So if you want to bet hockey and you know our system matches by now, you may want to hit these overnight or early because, you know, last night I'll give you some examples. Like you could have gotten like Carolina, like minus 160. Now they're up to minus 200. So again, if you really want to take hockey to the next level, think about those overnight numbers. Uh, but that's where the newsletter comes in for you. You also get JBT's daily NBA column, Andy McNeil's daily NHL column, Dave Tooley's ATS report, links, helpful uh, promos for legal sports books, all included in the newsletter. It costs you nothing. Got to sign up for it. Tell a friend, vcin.com slash newsletter. Then, of course, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. You need accurate, reliable data and information. Uh, so if you're looking for uh, that next leg up, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. You'll get everything we offer. Uh, we have a great promo right now. Now until they cut down the nets, only $69, our big game, big dance promo. But you'll get uh, every afternoon best bet email, letting you know best bet picks uh, from your favorite people at VEASAN. You also have uh, every points for the weekly magazine, being able to read the biting breakdowns and everything else geared toward that particular week. Uh, stats, splits, power ratings, best bets, great, great articles. Love PSW. Uh, and then, of course, all of our betting guides, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, live stream of all the programs. Uh, it'll get you covered with everything here, guys. So we have a 10-day free trial. You can go monthly. You can get the big dance promo. You can save the most money by getting the annual, or you can cancel before the 10 days are up. You know, you know, uh, no hard feelings. You won't be charged, but I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, so that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where you stay plugged into a real-time market. It's a great resource for sports bettors. I say it every day because it's important. If you want to be the first to know about breaking news, breaking injuries, weather changes, following blue checkmark sportsbooks, searching questionable uh, questionable players, uh, reading um, local beat reporters' updates, uh, finding starting pitchers getting scratched, NHL starting goalies, Twitter is the place to find that information. Also a place to create a gambling community where you can direct message other people. Uh, and you can also, of course, follow at and Live, the mothership. Give me a follow at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Questions, comments, suggestions, ways to improve the pod. 
Got to get referred to a new sports book. You need an app to track your bets. You got a question about gambling philosophy or betting education. Let me know. I'd love to help in any way that I can. That's josh at vcin.com. With that being said, guys, let's dive right in. I want to start with the NHL. Because don't get me started with uh, with, with college basketball last night. Just, just ridiculous. I can't get over the fact that not only did all those favorites lose, did, did they not cover, but they lost outright. So just a crazy Thursday night. I actually got to, I meant to look up how dogs did. They had to be incredible. That was unbelievable last night with those dogs. Uh, but anyway, NHL 6-0. and So that's the bright side. Let's stick to uh, hockey here. Start our, our day off on a Fade the Public Friday episode 500 with a big hockey slate. So diving right in. First play on the board for me. I mentioned this earlier. Carolina Hurricanes. If you want to jump on these numbers early overnight, I highly recommend it. If you're now really, if you're a puckhead, if we've turned you into puckhead on the pod, start to hit these numbers early with these favorites because typically favorites early, dogs late. That's kind of just an overarching way to kind of look at some of these bets in general. But I'm on the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Carolina's at home against the Rangers. Big sharp steam move in their favor. Carolina opened around a minus 155 favorite at home. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 200. So big, big line move in, in their favor. Uh, look at these home favorites, 200 or more off a win, 61 and 14, 81%. Home favorites with a line move in their favor, 162 and 72, uh, 69%, 7% ROI. We also have Carolina really good as a favorite, 21 and 6. They're 12, 4 and 1 at home. A rest advantage for Carolina. They last played on the 18th versus the Rangers playing on the 19th. And also, um, you know, they're both defensively pretty equal, giving up about 2.3 goals a game. It's the Carolina offense we're banking on, guys. They're averaging 3.5 goals a game, only about three here for the Rangers. So good sharp steam move, arrested favorite, good at home, a lot of system matches. My first play, Carolina. Let's go Canes, minus 200. Next play for me, Pittsburgh. A massive sharp line move. And hopefully, again, you read the newsletter this morning, you got a better number. But give me the Pittsburgh Penguins here, guys. Uh, they open around a minus 175, minus 180 favorite on the road at CBJ. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 220. So big line move in their favor. Uh, this would match our favorite with a line move in their direction. Also favored off a win, two, uh, 222 and 111, 67%, 6% ROI this year. And the crazy system, uh, big road favorites, minus 200 or more, 29-3. and three. Jesus, 91%, 30% ROI. Another match there with Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is, um, let's see, 17-9 is a favorite, 13-5-3 on the road. CBJ only 11-18 as a dog. Uh, and offensively, pretty equal, both give, uh, averaging about 3.2 goals a game. Defensively, Pittsburgh's only giving up 2.6 goals a game versus 3.6 for CBJ. So give me Pittsburgh, uh, minus 220. Next play, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, a lightning play here, guys. This is what I call the don't overthink it uh, bet here. Uh, you have Tampa Bay, won four straight. Ducks have lost four straight. Ducks have a lot of COVID and injury issues. Uh, Tampa Bay is rested. They played the 18th versus Ducks the 19th. And Tampa Bay's got a big move in there. Not a huge move, but a decent-sized move. Uh, they open around minus 200. They've been bet up to around minus 220. Uh, I got down on Tampa Bay here. Uh, again, a good team with a line move, rested, ready to go. Tampa Bay, 24-10 and 10 as a favorite. Anaheim, only 10-19 and 19 as a dog. Uh, and, again, it's the uh, it's both giving up 2.9 goals a game, but banking on this Tampa offense, 3.5 goals a game versus 2.8 for Anaheim. So give me Tampa Bay, minus 220. Uh, next play for me, I'm going to go Florida. Back at it with the uh, the Florida Panthers. I know this is not a – it's actually a Florida is the tired team, quote-unquote, uh, and Vancouver is the rested team. But, but Vancouver uh, is starting uh, Spencer Martin, this goalie. I don't know who he is. I looked at his stats. He's a journeyman, or maybe he's a young guy. I don't really know, but I'm going to bet against this kid, Spencer Martin. Um, you're, you may get Spencer Knight with Florida, so keep an eye out. He's lost us some bets. But it's hard to deny this line move toward Florida. Florida open on the road, minus 150. 
And even though their second leg of a back-to-back, Vancouver's rested, Florida's been steamed up all the way to minus 200. Big line move here toward the Panthers. Uh, Vancouver 10-15 and 15 is a dog. Florida 26-9 and nine is a favorite. Uh, both giving up 2.9 goals a game, but Florida's offense. You saw it last night. They poured on goal after goal after goal. Uh, you know that Simpsons uh, thing? It's like, uh, stop, stop it. He's already dead. Uh, I, was, I was on Florida, so I'm like, keep scoring. doesn't matter. But uh, they just kept, kept breaking through last night. But anyway, 4.2 goals a game versus 2.6 for Vancouver. That's a massive discrepancy. So I'm on Florida there uh, around minus 200. Uh, and then, or minus 210, I guess. Now, and then last play of the night, St. Louis. Give me the St. Louis Blues, guys. They're on the road at Seattle. This is a bet against Seattle with a backup goalie, Joey Decord, or Decord, versus Jordan Bennington, a veteran goalie who broke my heart in the 2019 Stanley Cup Finals. But St. Louis, 15-7 as a favorite. Uh, St. Louis is rested, very rested. Last played Monday the 17th. Uh, Seattle, second leg of a back-to-back last night. And I don't know if anyone added Seattle, but they had a late line move in their favor. They won 3-2 to last night. That was kind of a game on the edge, but I had ended up adding that. Anyway, um, back-to-back for Seattle, rested St. Louis. St. Louis 15-7 as a favorite. Seattle 6-19 as a dog. St. Louis open around minus 150, minus 160. They've kind of hovered around minus 160. I saw one book that opened minus 180 and dropped. Uh, but I like that spot for St. Louis on the road. Uh, road faves, let's see, road faves off a win or fave off a win, 67%. Good spot there, in my opinion, to back St. Louis. So uh, uh, what do we have? One, two, three, four, five. Our five-pack, Carolina, minus 200. Pittsburgh, minus 220. Tampa Bay, minus 220. Florida, minus 210. St. Louis, minus 170. Our five-pack in the NHL. Let's go. Uh, taking a short break here, guys, because uh, when we get back, we got way more to get to on Fade the Public Friday. I got six in college basketball. Going to get back to our roots here a little bit. Uh, I have one in particular, a spread play that I really like. Uh, NBA, we got three that we're going to hit on. Uh, NFL, finalize our card for this divisional round weekend. And uh, don't forget, two in the UFC. Biting in the UFC. Let's go. Don't go anywhere, guys. Going to finish up strong in episode 500. Fade the Public Friday edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat the ups and downs with in the sports betting arena uh, and approaching it from a, a uh, sports betting analytics and data-driven contrarian mindset, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. All right, everyone, we are back at it on episode 500, the big, fat, round number of 500. You got to love it, guys. Uh, looking back toward last night, of course, the recap, 15 and 14, minus 4.98 units. Uh, great sweep in the NHL. College basketball, as we know, uh, rough last night. So we've, in, we've incorporated our new rules. Any Bill Maher fans out there, uh, new rules. New rules are nothing minus 200 or more. Uh, we'll limit our sample size here a little bit, cut down on uh, our volume, uh, and, of course, get back to our roots here with I got one coming for you in a minute. Uh, just some classic spreads, some classic totals. That's kind of where I'm looking for uh, for uh, moving forward. Uh, but, guys, we start off the pod talking NHL. Let's get into the aforementioned college basketball slate, see if we can bounce back after a brutal night where, uh, again, I can't believe all those dogs not only covered but won outright. Uh, so tough one there. So first one on the board for me, guys, I'm going to go Ohio. Ohio at home against Toledo. Seen a pretty sharp line move here toward Ohio. Now, what's interesting to me, Toledo and Ohio, both really good records, 14-4 and four Toledo, Ohio 14-2. and two. So the public is just saying, two great teams, don't even think about it. Grab the points. Ohio open as a two-point favorite. Guys, they've been steamed up all the way to minus four, or I, I even see some four-and-a-halves popping out there. So public's on Toledo, yet line's going to Ohio. This looks like a pretty sharp reverse line move to me. This will fit right into uh, our, our new rule, minus 200 or less. I got a minus 180 here on Ohio uh, on the money line, but Ken, Ken Palm's got him favored by three. Uh, our guy Greg Hoops has him favored by three-and-a-half. And really, this is a good home play on Ohio to me. Uh, 9-0 at home, so perfect here. Let's stay perfect. And Toledo, 4-4 four and four on the road. So kind of a fade the trendy dog Toledo with a sharp move to Ohio. Give me Ohio here on the money line. I got minus 180. Looks like it may be minus 190 at this point. Let's see if we can get it in under 200. Next play for me, I'm going to go Manhattan. Manhattan at home against Siena. Now, this is did dip a little bit. Uh, towards Siena. A lot of these books open Manhattan laying three. You're, you are now down to two. So I think there was some Siena in the mar- uh, money in the market. But I think there's a good spot now to buy low on Manhattan. So I took Manhattan uh, on the money line play here, guys. They are minus 125 uh, on the money line. And what jumped out to me, a couple things. Ken Palm's got them by four. Uh, Greg Hoops has them by six. So Greg Hoops is a little more bullish on Manhattan. They're both allowing 71 points a game. But the offense of Manhattan hopefully will lead us to a win. Uh, Manhattan is averaging, let's see, 74 points a game versus only 65 for Siena. The better shooting team here, 46% versus Siena, 42%. And Manhattan's kind of in a buy low spot. Siena's won four straight. Manhattan's coming off a loss. Uh, to me, this is a good buy low opportunity to back Manhattan at home. So give me Manhattan here, minus 125 on the money line. Next play for me, Niagara. Another kind of buy low spot where, again, open around minus two. Niagara, they're down to one and a half, so they're playing St. Peter's. Uh, Public's all over St. Peter's in this one. Um, but yet we're kind of seeing uh, maybe an evening out or a low water mark here on Niagara. So I got down to Niagara, another money line play for me. This is a minus another minus 125. Uh, but Ken Palm has Niagara by three. Same thing with Greg Hoops. He's got him by three. Uh, better field goal percentage team, 45% from the field, Niagara. St. Peter's only 40%. That's a pretty wide gap there. Uh, and then Niagara, 3-2 and two at home. Nothing crazy but profitable. St. Peter's only 2-4 and four on the road. So give me Niagara, another money line play, minus 125. Uh, and then what do I have? Uh, a couple more. Um, Ryder and Canisius. Uh, I'm going to go Canisius here. Another buy low money line, guys. This game open, uh, Canisius laying 4.5. Uh, some shops are down to four. I even see a three and a half there. So again, some money coming in rider here, uh, but I'm going to buy low on this home favorite. Now, Canisius at home, uh, minus 160 on the money line. What I like about this one, Ken Palm's got him by four. Greg Hoops has him by four and a half. 
ranked higher, 283 versus 298. And Canisius, uh, offensively, 70 points a game versus only 66 for um, for Ryder. And a better field goal shooting team, 40% versus 38%. And a kind of more of a bet against Ryder on the road. Ryder's only 1-7 on the road. Canisius 4-3 at home. Give me Canisius there, uh, minus 160 on the money line. Uh, my, uh, another really kind of really sharp, um, uh, line move. I noticed too, uh, another play for me is Nevada. Nevada is a late game, 11 o'clock game. But I like about this one, everybody's on Fresno, everybody and their mother. I'm seeing almost 80% of bets on Fresno. They're 13 and four. It makes sense. Nevada's eight and seven. Um, however, Fresno actually opened, uh, as a one point favorite on the road. And this is flipped to Nevada minus one and a half. That's really notable. That's a very sharp dog to fave line move. Uh, you're also in a bad ATS versus good ATS spot. Fresno is 12 and four against the spread. So I think the public's just saying, Hey, better record. They've covered for me more often. Give me Fresno all day. Nevada only four and 10 against the spread. So anyone who's bet them has not really cashed. If you bet against them, you've profited, but again, kind of retraining our brains to think about buy low, sell high value in terms of wanting to be on the bad ATS to get more value and kind of betting against the good ATS, which could be overvalued. But anyway, dog to fave line move to Nevada. Now, Ken Palm's got Nevada losing by one. Um, Greg Hoops has Nevada favored by one and a half. Another reason why, again, I respect Greg Hoops because this line opened at one. His his model was already out. He tweets it out every day. He had minus one and a half. So, you know, he when you can when someone in their model kind of has a number and the, and the line moves toward their number, um, that's a good sign that their model is pretty accurate here. So that's kind of a, a prop to Greg hardworking guy. Uh, but I like Nevada here on the money line. They're minus 130 on the money line. Again, dog to fave line move. And just a fishy play. Why is 8-7 and seven Nevada favored over 13-4 and four Fresno? Uh, I'm going to lean on Nevada's offense. 76 points a game versus only 66 for Fresno. Rebound margin, 37 versus 34. And Nevada, 5-3 and three at home. Fresno, 2-4 and four on the road. So sharp dog to fave line move. Give me Nevada, minus 130. Now getting back to our roots. By roots, I mean uh, conference dogs on the road with a reverse line move in their favor. That's kind of the roots of my college basketball early uh, early days here, and we're going to keep it going here today. I'm on Michigan State. Who wants to sweat Sparty with me tonight, guys? This is the most heavily bet game of the night, 9 o'clock game, way more heavily bet than any other game on the board. And what jumped out to me, public is all over Wisconsin. Wisconsin's ranked 8th in the country. Michigan State's ranked 14th. So just take that home short favorite, laying a short number with a better ranking. However, public on Wisconsin, yet lines going to Sparty. Sparty opened plus four. They're down to plus three. Ken Palm's got them losing by three. Um, Greg Hoops, believe it or not, has Michigan State favored by one and a half. But this is a classic reverse line move contrarian spot in the most heavily bet game of the night. Public on Whiskey, yet line going to Sparty. Uh, and there's some kind of things to like about Michigan State here. Uh, 47% from the field. Better shooting team. Wisconsin's only 42%. They got them on the boards, 40 versus 36. They share the ball more, 17 assists versus 11 assists. Uh, so really with with, uh, with Michigan State, you know, again, with Ken Palm having winning by three, you really wanted a three and a half or a four. That's obviously gone now. You're pretty much three minus 110 both sides. So you could wait it out and say, you know, well, with more Wisconsin money coming late and I can maybe get a hook. You walk that tightrope, though, and then you might see this thing fall to two and a half. So I grab Michigan State plus three. Uh, again, I wanted the hook or something better, but uh, that is a classic heavily bet contrarian reverse line move to a conference road dog. So give me Sparty plus three. So for those playing at home, Sparty plus three, Nevada minus 130 on the money line, Canisius minus 160 on the money line, Niagara minus 125 on the money line, Manhattan minus 125 on the money line, and Ohio minus 180 on the money line. Uh, now let's go to NBA. So I hopefully I'm not going to do a prayer to the betting gods because, uh, uh, hey, we just got to keep working hard and keep grinding get NBA back to the level it was cashing at earlier in the year. So three bets for me, guys. First one on the board, 
I'm going to buy low on a big move to a total and take the under in the OKC Charlotte Hornets game. OKC and Charlotte, the total opened 221. It's in bet up to 224. Uh, and I'm starting to see a lot of buyback on the 224. Anytime you see a big move, keep an eye on the juice. It's going to get to a point just on principle where it's moved so much where you're going to have kind of bites at the apple to bring it back down. So I think 224 is your high watermark here. I'm seeing some shops now uh, juice up the under 224 to minus 115. Like it may fall. You can still find some books that are even with juice. That's the importance of shopping for uh, the best line. But I'm going to b- take the buy low under 224. Uh, it's a bet against kind of OKC uh, in the way they play. Uh, they're 29th in terms of offense. They're a little bit slower. Uh, you have three under refs here, Bolin, Lindsay, and Myers. In particular, uh, Bolin's about 54% uh, to the under here. And the way these teams have trended, Charlotte, 5-1 and one to the under their last six, 4-2 and two to the under their last six at home, 5-1 uh, and one to the under the last six head-to-head, and OKC, 4-2 and two to the under their last six on the road. So maybe this is one of those games, hopefully, where we don't have to sweat too much, although every NBA game is a sweat. Um, but hopefully, uh, if OKC is true to form, uh, they, like they screwed us a couple nights ago uh, when we were ready to sail over and we got no 30 points in the fourth quarter. We might need that again. So I'm on the buy low inflated OKC under 224. Uh, next play for me, Memphis and Denver. I'm going to take the over 224 in this game. I've been seeing some a ton of movement to this over Memphis and Denver. Now the total up in 220, it's been bet up to 224, similar to OKC Charlotte, but the difference here, guys, is it looks like it's continuing to rise. There's really no signal of buyback here. Like, this thing may get to 224.5, it kind of looks like. Uh, we have three over refs, so we're checking off boxes. Let's get a lot of fouls, uh, get people in the line, stop the clock, and let's make our free throws. Carl uh, Lane, Pat Frar, uh, and Scott Wall, uh, all between 51 and 53% to the over. Uh, you also look at Memphis, uh, number six in terms of pace. So up and down the court, we know that. Um, you also have number nine offensively for Memphis. And some good head-to-head stats here. Denver's been... Really good cashing a lot of overs recently, uh, or kind of pretty much all year. Denver to the over, I guess they're 23 and 20 now, so not nothing crazy. Uh, but Denver uh, is, let's see, 5-0 and to the over their last five at home, 4-1 uh, and to the over their last five overall, and Memphis 5-2 and to the over their last seven. So I'm, I'm hoping we get kind of a competitive, high, higher-scoring game here. Nuggets are favored by 3.5. Looks like a little movement to the Nugs. I think they were minus, or no, was it minus 3? I guess 3.5 kind of stayed the same. Um, but I like that, uh, that overplay there, two good teams with kind of a short number. Again, do we need overtime, whatever it takes to win, but I'm on that Memphis over, uh, two Now it looks like it may be two and a half. And then I'm going back to my roots with this one again, guys, give me the Houston Rockets. Anyone notice what's been going on with the Rockets recently? We've just been programmed to, you know, kind of think of them as God awful. And yeah, they're 14 and 32, but this team is young Porter and Jalen green. I don't know what they're doing, but they got something going on here. Uh, they've won three of their last four. They were a 14-point dog and beat Utah outright last game. Uh, so Houston is rested. Golden State is on the second leg of a back-to-back. Golden State is down. No Clay Thompson. No Draymond Green. Um, Houston winning three of their last four. Rested versus tired. We also have a bunch of road refs here. All three road refs, Mike Smith, Goble, and Scott. In particular, uh, Michael Smith is 53% to the over, 54% uh, actually, and Goble around 53 uh, But three... Um, uh, three or sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, I meant to say three road refs, actually. Sorry. Wall, yeah. Wall. Uh, so I'm all screwed up here. I clicked the wrong game. Um, here's what I meant to say. Yeah. Goble, Scott, and Smith are all road refs. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Smith, Goble, and Scott all between 52 and 55% uh, to the road team. So that benefits Houston. So again, we have golden state opening as a 13 point favorite 
They're down to 10.5. This line is falling uh, toward uh, Houston. So I'm going to grab Houston now at, uh, at plus 11, if you can find it. I see some 10.5s out there as well. But give me Houston plus the points. So OKC under 224, Memphis over 224, and Houston uh, plus 11 there, guys. A uh, couple more here. Uh, so let's finalize our card in the NFL. We got a uh, nice fresh batch of data coming in from BetMGM, which is really insightful and meaningful uh, because I love getting these updates because these games are so heavily bet. Uh, but here are my plays going into the weekend. Uh, number one, I'm on the Tampa Bay Bucks money line. This is my favorite play of the week. The Bucks on the money line. Brady to just win the game. Uh, this line did fall at some shops, three down to two and a half. Uh, you do have a slight majority of bets on Rams, 52% of bets, 57% of money. Remember, this open plus three, it's been all liability toward Rams. So if, you, if, you're, making, if you're betting the game on the spread, uh, you're looking at this plus three with the Rams. But now you're missing it at these books at two and a half. To me, guys, I'm going to go Brady, win the damn game. Uh, remember, we talked about these divisional home favorites, 27 and eight straight up. Straight up, not, not covering. They're 50-50 covering, but winning these games, 77%. Uh, of the time these divisional home favorites win over the last decade. Tampa Bay has a rest advantage, uh, whereas um, you know Tampa played the early afternoon game on Sunday versus the Rams played Monday night. Uh, and then also Brady, um, you know, kind of in a revenge spot, losing to uh, the Rams earlier this year. So I'm on Tampa Bay on the money line. Uh, shop around, I got minus 145. Uh, that's my number for Tampa Bay. Uh, let's look at Cincinnati. Um, I'll tell you right now, guys, your two most lopsided bets, Bengals and the 49ers. At BetMGM, the Bengals are only getting 35% of bets. I'm on the Bengals plus three and a half. Uh, they're only 30, 35%. You're an inflated dog and a dog who can score. Um, and I think it's interesting, what will the next move be? Michael Lombardi, I just did the Lombardi line. He thought this could get to four by game time. We'll see. Um, it is already a big public play to Tennessee. But I'm not so sure. I think you might get some hook money there to bring it down to three. So, again, the jury's out on that one. Uh, but if you look at betting against, we talked about those divisional round favorites off a of buy. Um, so that would apply with Tennessee and, and also San Fran, but divisional favorites off a of buy guys betting against them is actually 58% against the spread. They win, but they don't always cover. So I'm on uh, Cincinnati plus three and a half. Again, that's a kind of a classic, um, contrarian road dog with inflated line at three and a half. Now I would mention there's some over money there, 46 and a half up to 47 and a half. The weather's going to be beautiful, uh, in, uh, in Smashville. Uh, it's little, it's clear 35 degrees, no wind at all. Um, you do have also 73% of bets, 74% of money on the over. I think, who, who was it? Was it Gambling Lou like that over? I forgot who. Or maybe it was Adam Burke like that over. Uh, so I kind of lean over there. But I'm on Bengals 3.5. San Fran, love San Fran plus 6. Now it's down to 5.5 at this point. Remember, this opened 4.5 Green Bay. Got to 6. You had some money hit, San Fran plus 6. They got a good injury report. Maybe that was part of the number, 6 down to 5.5. Um, you look at the injury report here for San Fran. Um, you should have Bosa, full participant in practice. Fred Warner, Jimmy G's got some issues, but he's going to play. San Fran is your most lopsided play, uh, or should I say Green Bay's your most lopsided play of the weekend. 80% of bets on the Packers, only 20% on San Fran. You know when we get some buyback on a road dog in the playoffs, number one contrarian bet, you know I'm on it. So San Fran, um, I got plus six. It's down to five and a half. You may shop around for a square book that's still at six. I would wait this thing out because you're in no man's, no man's land anyway, and I think you're going to get a lot of money kind of hitting uh, Green Bay on game day. Just say, let me sweat Rodgers at home. So hold out for the six. If not, I'll go five and a half here, but I'm on San Fran, number one contrarian play this weekend. I'd also mention that under looks kind of appealing. 65% of bets on the over, yet it actually fell. 47.5 down to 47. Tip of the cap to uh, our buddy Wes Reynolds. He mentioned that 
I think he said the 49ers and the Packers are 28th and 30th or something like that in terms of pace. They chew up the, the play clock, so that benefits the under. And if you're the, the 49ers, again, you run the ball and you want to keep the ball away from uh, Aaron Rodgers here. You're also going to have some wind at Lambeau. I'm, I'm a pretty hard lean under to that Green Bay under uh, 47. Uh, and then for um, the last game that we didn't hit on, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, what a banger this is going to be. Um, I, I don't think you can be you can have you can be wrong on either side. Like Kansas City, Mahomes. How do you not take you know minus one and a half at home? How do you not money line Kansas City? I totally get that, but I'll be fully honest with you guys. Buffalo looks really sharp to me. This is the sharpest play of the weekend. Uh, Buffalo open getting two and a half. They're down to one and a half, even though you're getting fifty seven percent of bets on the Chiefs. So this is a really sneaky sharp line move toward Buffalo. You could grab the one and a half. You could you know there's been a lot of uh, you know good content at Vsin talking about how you know whoever wins covers anyways uh, covers anyway so if you want to take Buffalo on the money line I understand that as well if you wanted to tease up Buffalo so Buffalo is like plus 105 on the money line if you want to tease up Buffalo one and a half to seven and a half I can't argue with that going through the three going through the seven uh, but I'll either grab the points with Buffalo or look at them in a teaser uh, and maybe if you wanted to uh, tease Buffalo up to seven and a half. Uh, you are what's weird with the total it opened 53 got to 55 under money hit the under 55 brought it back to 53 but now it's going back up today it's back to 54 i see a 54 and a half right now at DraftKings. so uh, maybe if you want to tease that down to um what is it 48 and a half and take the over maybe that could be worth a look as well and really kansas city shouldn't have too much you know the weather's great it's going to be cold no wind you don't have an, uh let's see john hussey he's kind of an under and home ump um, but I'd be looking at Buffalo there. To me, it's a Buffalo, just depending on what way you want to attack them. Uh, and then lastly, guys, biting in the arena. I got two bets uh, in the UFC with a helpful hand from Reed Kuhn and Gamble and Lou, uh, who are the two best when it comes to handicapping uh, the UFC here. So let's go co-main event. Davison Figueredo against Brandon Moreno. I'm on Brandon Moreno, money line. Brandon Moreno, open minus 170. He's in bet up to minus 180. So line's moving in his favor. Remember, younger, taller, longer reach, line move. Line move toward Moreno. He's younger, 28 versus 34 for Figueredo. He's taller, 5'6 versus 5'4. He's got a longer reach, 70 inches versus 68 inches. And here's the kicker, guys. Reed Kuhn um, likes Moreno, and I think Gamble and Lou lean Moreno. But what, there's a crazy bet versus dollar split for both these plays we're about to talk about. But Moreno, in particular, from BetMGM, getting 43% of bets. But 73% of the money at BetMGM, that is a big 30% low bets, higher dollar bet split with a line move, with younger, taller, longer, longer, uh, younger, taller, um, and longer reach. Give me Brandon Moreno, minus 180. Or I see minus 185 now. He's moving. Give me Moreno, minus 180. Again, 43% bets, 73% money, heavily bet co-main event. Let's go Moreno. Uh, and then my other play on the main event, uh, I, I kept calling him Cyril Gain. <laughs> People think I'm probably a loser. Uh, it's gone. Um, and I was actually talking to Steph, my uh, one of my producers, uh, who her husband is big in the UFC. Uh, and she said, always remember, it's like Gone Girl. Uh, crazy movie. If you haven't seen it yet, it'll blow your mind the first time you watch it. But we're both from Boston. or both from Mass. So that was the connection. Anyway, uh, Gone. I'm on Gone. Uh, I'm on Gone minus 140. Gone actually opened around a pick'em or sorry, like a minus 110 or kind of like a short, uh, almost a pick'em type price. I do see both, one book open, minus 110 both sides. So, yeah, pretty much a pick'em. Gone is now minus 140, minus 145. So, line's moving to Gone. He's 31, and Ganu is 35. They're both 6'3". They both have an 82-inch reach. But the youth and the line movement is toward Gone. Gamble and Lou is on Gone. 
And here's the other get, uh, other bet first dollar split, guys. 36% of bets on gone, but 65% of the money on gone. So almost a 30% low bets, higher dollar split. So both Moreno and God uh, have a good bet first dollar split. We've been co-signed here by Reed Kuhn and Gamble and Lou. Those are my two bets this weekend. Brandon Moreno around minus 180 and gone around minus 140, minus 145. Let's go. Uh, there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, again, kind of a uh, crazy night last night where, uh, hey, hockey was great. College basketball was not. But you learn, you experiment, you see if you can take something to the next level. It doesn't work out your way, uh, so you make tweaks. You stick to the main the main model blueprint, but we make some tweaks here. So let's see if we have a, a better night tonight in all sports, or continued NHL, but other sports here uh, with a good night. But a reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's become a staple of your day, if you want to, if you want to let me know, it's almost like the pod's birthday. The pod is you know turning 500 or you know 500 episodes. But if you want to make my day, let me know. You appreciate the hard work I put in. Uh, again, we're not going to win every bet that we talk about, but the mindset here is to uh, take away the bias, uh, really look at the data and identify sharp and, and sharp moves, contrarian value. You guys know the, the deal at this point. But if you want to make my day, you want to learn more about sports betting, uh, you want to congratulate the pod turning 500, or really you want to learn more or you know help a, a friend or a relative or a loved one who's in a newly legal market who wants to bet for the first time, buy my book. It's the one thing I ask of you. Pick up a copy of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Just go to Amazon.com, type it in. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, and I wrote it from the perspective of a new better wanting to get bet for the first time. Maybe you're newly legal in um, New York or Connecticut uh, or any other state here over the past few years since passport was overturned. How lines are set, why they move, glossary of sports betting terms, how to place a bet in person or online, uh, how to uh, find contrarian value, how to bet against the public, how to locate sharp action. Steam moves, reverse line moves, line freeze, all included in my book, uh, as well as bankroll management tips and chapters for all the major sports. So if you want to pick up a copy, uh, it would mean a lot to me, guys. I would really appreciate it. And if you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, uh, Foxwoods in Mohegan Sun in New Legal Connecticut, or virtually when I run into you in the virtual matrix in New York, or, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, uh, where the lowest juice possible is found, the South Point, of course, or the sparkling new Circa at Stadium Swim, so that Sharp Contrarian plays with the crew, or indoors getting a victory burger, wherever it may be. Um, don't show me any college. I mean, our winners were Arkansas State, Rice, USC, Montana, UC Davis, VMI, Chattanooga, FAU, Drexel, but it wasn't enough because there were too many losses there, uh, sadly. But show me some NHL. NHL, the, the one the one reliable here uh, spot, which has been great to us. Show me a Penguins ticket, a Dallas Stars ticket, a Boston Bruins ticket, Bruins, Nashville Preds, Florida, Colorado. Guess what? First one's on me, next one's on you. We're going to post about the book, so it's Sharp Contrarian plays every day. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Nope. No such thing as a locker guarantee. We know that by now. But again, if we can consistently be disciplined with our bankroll management, maybe too many bets last night, I'll I'll totally take fault for that. Um, But again, consistently against the house with the public, with the pros, flat bet, no parlays, get closing line value. We're going to be okay long-term. So wish you the best of luck. Have a great weekend. Reminder, I'm off on Saturdays. My uh, fiance would kill me if I did seven days a week sports betting. Um, although, uh, when I go to, when she goes to bed, uh, it doesn't hurt her if I'm on the West coast games. Anyway, just kidding. Don't tell anyone, but, 
Um, again, uh, if you, uh, if you're not around or I'll, I won't be around tomorrow, uh, but I will be on Sunday on Lombardi line. So tune in to Lombardi line, both Saturday and Sunday, 10 AM to noon, but I'll be on there on Sunday and, uh, let's see if we can get after it guys. Let's have a big Friday on episode 500. Have a great day, everyone. Don't forget to tip your ticket writer. It'll save you from your next bad beat. Uh, like the bad beat in, uh, what was that game last night? Uh, who was it? I still can't get over this. Uh, James Madison. Ugh, just terrible bad beat. Anyway, have a great weekend, guys. Good luck. Enjoy the divisional round, and uh, and I'll see you soon. Have a great weekend, guys. Good luck. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.